Section 5 of Young Folks Treasury, Volume 3, edited by Hamilton Wright Maybe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ellen Preckle. Don Quixote, Section 5, How Don Quixote Saw Dulcinea. Now a third time did Don Quixote set off on his search for adventures, and as he and Sancho Panza rode away again from their village, it seemed to Don Quixote that certainly it was his duty as a knight-errant to visit the mistress of his heart, the beautiful Dulcinea. It was midnight when they reached Toboso, and the whole town was still, everybody in bed and asleep. "'Lead me to her palace, Sancho,' said Don Quixote. "'Palace!' cried Sancho. "'What palace do you mean? Body of me, when last I saw her, she lived in a little cottage in a blind alley. And even if it were a palace, we can't go and thunder at the door at this time of night.' "'When we find it, I will tell thee what to do. But here, what is this?' said the knight riding up to a huge building and knocking at the door. This, indeed, without doubt, must be her palace. But it was only the great church of Toboso. Hunt as he would, he found no Dulcinea's palace, and as morning began to break, Sancho persuaded him to come and rest in a grove of trees two miles outside the town. From there Sancho was again sent to look for Dulcinea, bearing many messages from his sorrowful master. "'Cheer up, sir,' said Sancho. "'I'll be back in a trice. Don't be cast down.' Faint heart never won, fair lady. And Sancho rode away, leaving the knight sitting on his horse, very full of melancholy. But he had not ridden far when, turning round and finding that his master was no longer in sight, the squire dismounted, and lying down under a shady tree, began to think the matter over. Friend Sancho, said he to himself, what's this you are doing? Why, hunting for a princess who my master says is the son of beauty, and all sorts of other fine things, and who lives in a king's palace, or a great castle, somewhere or other. And how are you going to find her? Why, it's like looking for a needle in a bundle of hay to look for Dulcinea all over Toboso. My master's mad, there's no doubt of that, and perhaps I'm not very much better, for they say birds of a feather flock together. But if he's so mad as to mistake windmills for giants, and flocks of sheep for armies, why, it shouldn't be so very hard to make him believe that the first country lass I meet is the Lady Dulcinea. If he won't believe it, I'll swear it, and stand to it, so that he'll think some of those wicked wizards of his have played another trick on him, and have changed her into some other shape, just to spite him. Having thus settled his plans, Sancho lay there till the evening, so that his master might think that all the day had been spent in going to and from Toboso, and in looking for Dulcinea. As luck would have it, just as he mounted his ass to ride back to Don Quixote, he spied, coming that way, three country lasses, mounted on asses. As soon as Sancho saw the girls, he made haste to get to his master. "'What news, Sancho?' asked the knight. "'Has your fortune been good?' "'Aye, marry it has, sir,' answered Sancho. "'You have no more to do but clap spurs to Rosinante, and get into the open fields, and you'll meet my lady Dulcinea del Toboso with two of her damsels coming to see you.' "'Blessed heaven!' cried the knight. "'What do you say, my dear Sancho? Is it possible?' "'Possible?' said Sancho. "'Why should I play a trick on you? Come, sir, and you will see her presently, all dressed up and decked with jewels. Her damsels and she are all covered with diamonds and rubies and cloth of gold, and what is more, they are riding three flea-bitten gambling hags, the like of which won't be seen again.' "'Ambling nags, thou meanest, Sancho,' said Don Quixote. "'Well, well, master, gambling hags or ambling nags, it's all one and the same thing. Anyway, I am sure I never set eyes on more beautiful ladies than those that sit upon them. 
let us be moving then sancho and as a reward for your good news i promise you the very best things i get in our next adventure and if that is not enough then i will give you the three colts that i have at home in la mancha thank you for the colts said sancho as for the other things i am not sure that they will be worth so very much they were now out of the wood and could see the three country lasses at a little distance don quixote looked long toward toboso but seeing no one anywhere but these girls he was much troubled in his mind and asked sancho if he were sure that the princess had left the city left the city cried sancho why where are your eyes sir in the name of wonder do you not see her and her maidens coming toward us now as bright as the sun at midday i see nothing sancho but three country wenches riding on asses now heaven help me cried sancho is it possible that you can mistake three what do you call em's ambling nags as white as snow for three asses pull my beard out by the roots if it is not so believe me sancho they are asses come sir answered sancho do but clear your eyes and go and speak to the mistress of your heart for she is near you now so saying sancho hurried up to one of the girls and jumping off his ass fell on his knees before her gabbling a lot of nonsense don quixote followed and also knelt down gazing with doubting and sorrowful eyes on the creature that sancho had told him was the beautiful dulcinea he was lost in wonder for she was a flat-nosed blubber-cheeked bouncing country girl and don quixote could not utter a word come get out of the way screamed the girl and let us go about our business we're in a hurry rise sancho said don quixote when he heard the girl's voice i am now convinced that misfortune has not yet finished with me o oh, most beautiful lady a spiteful enchanter puts mists before my eyes and hides from me your loveliness my grandfather take him cried the girl listen to his gibberish get out of the way and let us alone and kicking her donkey in the ribs she galloped away with her friends don quixote followed them long with his eyes oh the spite of those wicked enchanters he sighed to turn my beautiful dulcinea into so vile a shape as that to take from her the sweet and delicate scent of fragrant flowers and give to her what she has for to tell the truth sancho she gave me such a whiff of raw onions that it was like to upset me altogether oh the vile and evil-minded enchanters cried sancho oh that i might see the lot of you threaded on one string and hung up in the smoke like so many herrings and sancho turned away to hide his laughter don quixote rode on very sad and letting rosinante go where he pleased end of section five